Hello. So today I want to have a, I guess I'll say it's a speculative conversation <laughs> because I don't really have the facts, but my interest was piqued when I think I was watching a documentary. I think it was last year. So last year, this is back when I was on Twitter still. And Betty, the singer Betty Davis passed away. I believe it was last year. I'm pretty sure. (laughs) Around this time last year, she passed away. And I never heard of her. (laughs) And, you know, everyone, first of all, everyone on Twitter was perplexed because (laughs) for those of us who are old enough, when you hear the name Betty Davis, you think of the actress, the white actress from the black and white movies, Betty Davis. So, you know, we're all trying to figure out who is this Betty Davis. And so I did my research and discovered that she is, or was, I should say, a, I think she would be in the rock category. I forgot what kind of rock they called it, though. But anyway, so she was a rock singer, we'll say. (laughs) Funk or funk singer or something. I don't know. Anyway, I watched this documentary. I can't remember the name, but I'll get that information and put it up for you. (laughs) So I believe it was in this. It was either the documentary or it may have been on YouTube, but somewhere there was... She was responding to allegations from her ex-husband, who was also, or I should say, was a well-known and accomplished musician, Miles Davis. And I should say she's also known as Betty Mabry, So, Miles Davis, the musician, he accused her, Betty, his ex-wife, of having a sexual relationship with rocker Jimi Hendrix. And she flat out denied this. She... I believe her exact words were that was so disrespectful to Jimi Hendrix. But now that I think about it, I don't know if she outright denied it, but she you can infer from her statement that she was saying it did not happen. So Miles said this, right? And then I got to thinking, okay, hmm, how can I figure out who's lying? <laughs> So I read Miles Davis' autobiography and a couple of others to get to some kind of conclusion about the alleged affair. Now, Miles Davis and Betty Mabry, 
or Daddy Davis. They were married, I believe, in 1969. And it, it was a short marriage. <laughs> I think within the year, they were already divorced. It was not, it was a very brief marriage, produced no kids. But during that time, Betty Mabry, she introduced Miles Davis to Jimmy. Hendrix music. I don't know if she introduced him to Jimi Hendrix as well, but she introduced him to the music because at this time, Miles Davis was a well-known jazz musician and he, he played in and also was the leader of his own jazz bands throughout I, I believe he started in the 40s, but I'm thinking up to his death in the early 90s. I think it was 91, but somewhere, I believe it's between the 40s and 80s, I'll say. <laughs> I mean, it's it's way back when he was in his prime. And so first I want to mention... When I was reading these biographies and autobiographies, they, um, Miles Davis, I read, and Cicely Tyson, I read, and also Jimi Hendrix. Betty Davis does not have a biography or, you know, any book out about her of just her by herself. So it was kind of um, documentaries and articles and videos that I could find on Betty. But both Cicely Tyson and Miles Davis referred to her as Betty Mabry. So I've kind of taken on that as well. But anyway, it... It's the same person. So, just to be clear, the books I read are Miles, the autobiography by Miles Davis and Quincy Troop, and Cicely Tyson. Just As I Am with Cicely Tyson and Michelle Burford and Jimi Hendrix, Wild Thing, The Short Spellbinding Life of Jimi Hendrix by Philip Norman. So those are the three autobiographies and biography that I read to form my own opinion about this. (laughs) And then some videos and articles on in the documentary on uh, Betty Davis. Now, the first one I read was Cicely Tyson. So Cicely Tyson, the actress, she was married to Miles Davis in the 80s. But... 
according to her, based on her, what she had to say in her autobiography, she met Miles Davis in the 60s. And I think it was around 66, they met, they had a little, had a brief romance. But if you get to know Miles Davis, you know, (laughs) he is faithful to no one. Okay. So Miles used to play around. Okay. He was nobody's one man. Okay. He was never that guy. So he met Sicily and it sounds like from Sicily that they had the relationship became sexual, but it doesn't sound like it was for long. And then she talks about how she just had, I think she had a dream or something that she, I believe she said she dreamed of Betty but she didn't knew she didn't know who Betty was. And then she eventually learned that Miles Davis had gotten married to Betty Mabry. That's who she was at the time prior to them getting married. But Cicely, it sounds like, was under the impression that that was her man. And I, I'm not sure. I can't remember if they were even living together, Miles Davis and Cicely Tyson at this time, but I think they lived close by in New York. I think, I believe it was Harlem at the time. So, you know, she's thinking this is her man, but then she has this dream about Betty and then she eventually <laughs> runs into them. And the woman she saw in the dream that miles was with turned out to be a real person, Betty Mabry. So she learned that they were married and obviously Miles Davis and Cicely weren't an item anymore. And then, yeah, so they're now married. And when I listen, I listen on the audio audio book, the Miles Davis uh, biography. I listened to... Miles Davis on CD and it was like I believe 14 disc I mean it was quite long so he did not spend much time talking about Betty Mabry which I mean he he had lived up until this point I guess he was Maybe, no, this was right before his death. So he was close to 60. So, I mean, it was only a brief marriage. So maybe that's the reason. But I kind of got the vibe that he was feeling some kind of way about Betty Mabry. (laughs) So he didn't spend much time on her. But when he did mention her, I will say the beginning of their relationship, it does sound like he married her for looks. So what I learned about Miles Davis, (laughs) he is an interesting character and very blunt when it comes to his life and career. You know, he's, he doesn't mince words and he doesn't worry about hurt feelings. So (laughs) 
but I will say that when he tells a story, he tends to always make himself look like a tough guy or, you know, he, he put someone in their place. Like he, he don't really tell a story <laughs> that would have him looking like the embarrassed one at the end of it. I mean, that's not really how he tells the story, but you know, that that's what I got. So he says that he's married to Betty Mabry and even he doesn't call her Davis, <laughs> which again, how I interpreted that is, you know, he, he feels some kind of way. So he calls her Betty Mabry. Okay, so they're married. He made a comment about how his people didn't like her because she didn't have class. She was rude or disrespectful. Now, mind you, when they were married, she was, I believe, I think he said 23 years. She was in her early 20s. And Miles Davis at the time was in his 40s. So he was a full-grown man when he married her. Now, I can see that being true that maybe she didn't have class because just judging from her background, she didn't have the experiences that he had. So he's probably, you know, someone in their 40s who is cultured and has traveled the world as a musician. I imagine he is meeting some classy ladies and a 23-year-old from... Philadelphia, I mean, she might not match up with that, you know, but not because she can't be classy, just because she's quite young at that point. <laughs> so she just, I mean, how many classy 23-year-olds do you know? <laughs> so I, I'll believe that. I'll give him that. But, you know, th this is the picture he was painting at the time when it was kind of still the honeymoon, <laughs> period, even though it lasted less than a year. So he's saying these are the issues that was arising in the marriage, right? But he said she was gorgeous. She she looked like a model. You know, it sounds like he had shallow reasons for marrying Betty. And what I will say from what I read in his autobiography, he tends to marry women for one of one of three reasons, okay? So they're either gorgeous and, you know, can be his trophy wife, right? Which is Betty. Or, you know, I think if there's only two reasons. <laughs> Maybe, you know what? Okay, I'm gonna give you a third one. Okay, so it's either, it's either for looks, the trophy wife, or it's because they can, they might be established in their career and can, if he marries that person, it, it helps him with his career, which is kind of what it sounded like to me with Cicely Tyson. So, I mean, you know, honestly, I would say only two reasons. <laughs> Because with Cicely Tyson, he 
it, it doesn't sound like there was amorous reasons behind marrying Sicily. You know, he, he made comments about how he wasn't sexually attracted to her. He also commented about how he had his other women. And he sounds very, I'll say, experimental in the bedroom. And then Cicely Tyson herself also mentioned how at a certain point in their marriage, she stopped having sex with him. Now, I should mention Miles Davis had a really bad drug habit throughout his life, okay? (laughs) I don't remember when he said it started, but for decades. So, I mean, he was heavy into drugs. And that had something to do with why Cicely no longer wanted a sexual relationship with him, according to her. Now, to him, he really didn't see her in that way anyway. So both of them, it sounds like, agree that they weren't having sex with each other, okay? (laughs) So there's that. But as far as Betty, Miles makes the claim that he ran into Jimi Hendrix's girlfriend. I forgot the woman's name, but according to Miles Davis, she was Jimi Hendrix's girlfriend. And she said to Miles, your wife is sleeping with my man. So I'm going to sleep with her man. (laughs) Now, I don't know how old the woman was, but this is, this is catty behavior, which, you know, I, I want to dismiss it because it's so childish, but I mean, Betty's in her twenties and she is, she was quite gorgeous. So I can see a woman being threatened by her. And when it comes to pretty women, you know, other women do get catty, you know? So I don't know if this is jealousy or not. (laughs) Because when I look at pictures of Betty, I mean, she was, she was gorgeous and very, very sexy woman. So, I mean, I can see women making up stories about her just because she looks way better than them. (laughs) But anyway, Miles was saying, it sounds like, well, it doesn't sound like, he clearly believed the rumor. And he did mention how uh, one time Betty Mabry had a party for Jimi Hendrix and she was a fan of his music. And again, she introduced Miles Davis to his music because at this point he was still into that um, classical jazz music. That's what he was recording and what his band played on the road. So, you know, Jimmy Day, Jimmy Hendrix is quite a different sound, you know, and it sounds like, you know, Miles Davis appreciated Jimmy Hendrix's style of music, but also he really liked Jimi Hendrix. So that's why I'm just like, I don't know if I would believe 
that he has such fond opinions about Hendrix if he thinks Hendrix was sleeping with his wife. I mean, because when you listen to him talk about Hendrix, you know, he said he went to his funeral. They met up a couple of times or was trying to meet up a couple of times to record, but it never happened. It just doesn't sound like something you would say about a man who was sleeping with your wife. So I don't know. That part is kind of (laughs) questionable. But he brought it up more than once. Okay. But he said he didn't have sex with the woman who accused Betty of sleeping with Jimi Hendrix. He didn't have sex with her because he was like, we all know it's not because he's faithful. (laughs) But he said, no, if I'm going to have sex with you, it's going to be because you want to have sex with me, not because you want to get back at Betty. So, you know, he has some standards. And then from, well, I'll say from what I read of Miles Davis' own account of his life and then what I read from Cicely Tyson, I mean, clearly Miles Davis gets around. But also, Miles Davis is... (sighs) I mean, he's so heavy into drugs, I'm just like... Can we really trust his account of what happened? I mean, I don't know. So there's that, right? And then I read Jimi Hendrix. So I read Jimi Hendrix after. Let me think. I think I read... No. I read Cicely Tyson first. Then I read Miles Davis. Which... When it comes to their marriage you're not really disagreeing about what happened (laughs) which makes me think you know Miles Davis does tell the truth because Cicely is not necessarily disputing what he was saying so there's that and then Jimi Hendrix so the very short life of Jimi Hendrix. He passed away at the age of 27, almost, I think it was like only a month away from being 28, turning 28. But either way, so when I read that story by Philip Norman, Jimi Hendrix, his formative years were very rough (laughs) rough and unstable so his mother died in her 30s I think she was 36 and it sounded like she was she was a working a working girl and she also had a drug problem she passed away in a hospital at a young age you know and then his father, Jimi Hendrix's father, was physically and verbally abusive. So Jimi Hendrix, he was a left-handed person. And in those days, you know, they saw that kind of as demonic, 
and needing to be corrected. <laughs> so he he wanted to play music and learn. I think he was interested in the guitar from the very beginning, but he made sure not to have his father see him playing the guitar with his left hand because then he would have gotten beaten. So there's that. And then, you know, they grew up poor. He's, I think he considers his younger brother, Leon, his only, you know, sibling. But his mother had other children and stuff that can't really, (laughs) I'm not sure what's true and what's not, but his brother Leon is who he seems to consider his brother. But throughout their adolescent years, they were sometimes homeless. They were living in abandoned buildings and stuff. It just, it wasn't an easy life or a stable one. And so at some point, Jimi Hendrix, his father got him a guitar and he just, it sounds like he learned by ear, but Eventually, when he he got into professional playing, um, he got on the Chitlin circuit and got some notoriety. And it sounds like, I think, they mentioned the Isley Brothers and Little Richard, that's the name. I think Little Richard was the first well-known, established artist to take him, Jimi Hendrix, as a backup guitarist or singer. I'm not, I can't remember which one. But Jimi was never secure about his singing ability. So, he, you know, he really wanted to be a guitarist. But he played with some well-known people, um, also Stevie Wonder, before he started his own band. And when he got his notoriety, it sounds like it happened in the UK first. And then people started to hear about him in America, but he was never, (laughs) I don't see how any woman can think that they were his okay I mean it doesn't sound like he was committed to anybody from what I've read so yeah he had a lot of women throughout his brief fame prior to his demise but I mean, I wouldn't call any of them girlfriends, but (laughs) I mean, he definitely slept around and I I don't see that he had any preference. Like, I can't tell. I I can't tell. So I will say Betty Mabry is not mentioned. So if anything did happen, it just, it wasn't 
of significance to <laughs> to be mentioned in his uh, biography. So I will say that much. She she is not mentioned. So that doesn't necessarily mean it didn't happen, but if it did happen, it didn't leave an impression. That's what we'll say, okay? <laughs> but judging from the drugs they were saying Jimi Hendrix did in that time frame, I doubt he would remember who he was sleeping with, okay? So, based on all of that, okay, I want to say... Betty is telling the truth, but I'm still kind of thinking Miles Davis doesn't seem like he would lie about that. So I don't know, but Miles Davis got that from somebody else. You know, that's, that's some, he said, she said going on. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's not necessarily Miles Davis could be telling the truth that he believed this woman's story, but that doesn't mean that the woman wasn't lying. Okay. So she could be lying. I don't know. (laughs) I'm going to say, let me think. So this was around 70 ish. So my, um, Jimmy, I think he would have been a couple of years older than Betty, but I don't know. I don't know. You know what? I, I think I can't draw a conclusion for this. <laughs> you know what? I, I'm going to say... Yeah, I I am going to draw a conclusion. I'm going to say this is false. Because, again, I think there's some jealousy there. Just female jealousy, you know, insecure females, they make up lies. But also, when I looked at the documentary with Betty Davis... She clearly is social. Social, but having, she she maintained heterosexual platonic relationships with the opposite sex. But we know how petty some people can be. And when you are an attractive woman, who has a friendship with an attractive man, I can see some people making up stories because they're jealous. So I'm going to conclude that this is false, okay? I'm going with what Betty said that that didn't happen, okay? That's just what I'm going to believe because, (laughs) yeah, I don't know. That that's just what I'm going to believe, okay? And I don't really have the facts, but that's what I'm going to believe. <laughs> All right, so you let me know what you believe. Let me know in the comments, but that's gonna do it for me. 
Please like, comment, and subscribe if you choose. And yeah, let me know in the comments. Do you believe that rumor that Betty Davis, aka Betty Mabry, was messing around with Jimi Hendrix when she was married to Miles Davis? Let me know what your thoughts. And I will catch you in the next one. Bye.